Welcome to the That's My Sis podcast, where we discuss faith, friendship, and fun as saved Christian women. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. That's my sis. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the second episode of That's My Sis, the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Janae, and I am joined by... Rachel Emerald. My sis. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, we have gotten a very, very interesting topic to discuss. Um, It's something that I've been... Noticing is really popular in our society. Uh, I see things about it on a regular basis on social media, on TV. And ironically, I've been starting to have conversations about it even in my personal life. So thought that this was something that would be a good idea to bring before the Lord and really get some understanding about. Mm -hmm. And uh, the topic is overthinking but we have the mind of Christ. (laughs) I just thought it was interesting um, that this is something that is spoken about so often in Christian circles Mm -hmm. when we are told that we are to have the mind of Christ. So what do you you think about that topic? Why is it something that we struggle with so much considering the, the verse that tells us that that is how our mind is supposed to be? Well, there are so many things. And, you know, we have this conversation regularly in our private conversations. Mm -hmm. And I did also just want to start off by um, just letting everyone know that I will be reading a lot of verses. Um, Okay. Praise be to the Lord because he just showed me so much. Uh, There's also, like I said, so many reasons why I personally think, um, I feel like, like you said, like our society, there are people who are even identifying as overthinkers right Mm -hmm. and before we even get into the reasons why I did just want to even get to what the dictionary's definition of overthinking is so the definition of overthink is to think too much about something Hmm. to put too much time into thinking about or analyzing something in a way that is more harmful than helpful Hmm. so that really um Oh my goodness. The first, one of the first verses that it made me um think about uh and I have it up here. So let me just find it. <laughs> um well obviously um one of the first things that it made me honestly think about was Philippians four, four through nine. Mm-hmm. Um rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, mm-hmm. and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Mm. So that was very encouraging to me um, 
because the Lord tells us what to think about via Paul, obviously, mm-hmm. um, tells us what to think about. And I think that in our society, we tend to just like the definition of <laughs> overthink is like we focus so much about things that we can't change. We spend our time trying to focus on the past. Mm-hmm. Um, in one of the parts that I did notice, even in the definition was, um, you know, thinking about something or analyzing something in a way that is more harmful than helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, when you are continually um, going back in the past and try to figure out, okay, why did I make this mistake? Or, mm-hmm. you know, why is my life the way that it is? And you're continuing to do that. You're not focusing on the present or you're not focusing on the good. Yeah. And when you do that, like you're doing more harm mm-hmm. because how can God, you know, work in your life or do things in your life if you're constantly looking in the past or you're constantly in a state of regret constantly in what I was thinking of is in a state of anxiety you know Absolutely. and um I also uh wanted to just say um that I had learned um this study from the University of Michigan psychology professor Susan Nolan Hokesma I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly <laughs> but um she stated that 73 percent 73 Wow. Percent of 25 to 35 year olds, which we fall into that category, mm-hmm. um, overthink compared to only 52% of 45 to 55 year olds mm. and just 20% of 65 to 75 year olds. Her mm. research also showed that women who are overthinkers tend to focus on negative memories of the past, mm. depressing explanations of the present, and hopelessness about the future. And then also symptoms of depression and anxiety also were increased. Wow. I think it's it's really interesting that the numbers are so much higher in that demographic of of people between 25 and 35 Mm -hmm. uh, for multiple reasons. One, during that age, that's a lot of times where, especially people who are in our generation, Mm -hmm. that's the age that they're in. And we are the generation of people that got uh, introduced to social media. Absolutely. And I, I I cannot overlook the link between those two things because when you when you are on social media all day mm-hmm. getting a whole bunch of negative information or see, watching other people's lives that you know and seeing different reels about their lives that are not real, mm-hmm. it causes you to overthink your life mm-hmm. and it gets in the way of your contentment and so you're constantly in a state of trying to figure out how can I get to this person's life how can I do what what is working for them mm-hmm. um I, I also think that is is interesting that the numbers are much higher when you're younger because during that age uh, or in that age group you're really still learning yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't fully have an identity yeah. at that time. And, and I believe that that's a part of what, what causes you to overthink. Um, but the good news is that as Christians, we get our identity from God. Absolutely. He is the one that tells us who we are. Amen. Um, so in First Peter 2, 9, it says... But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a person for his own possession, 
that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous into his marvelous light. Amen. So when you when you know that this is what God sees in you, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, when you understand that you are chosen and that things are not happening to you haphazardly, mm-hmm. you know, your life is not a mistake. You are exactly where God wants you to be at the exact time that it is right now. He didn't make a mistake. Absolutely. And, and it so it addresses. This scripture, it addresses where you are right now and it addresses where you're going. You are a royal priesthood. Absolutely. You're going to be royalty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just really important to just seek God for who you are so that your thoughts can be peaceful. And you don't have to look to social media. You don't have to look to Google. Mm-hmm. You don't have to look to hip hop. You don't have to look to anybody. YouTube. YouTube, Mm -hmm. you know, all of that. You don't have to go to anything or anyone to get an understanding of who you are so that you can have peace Mm -hmm. that surpasses all understanding. Mm -hmm. If you just look to God, you will have that identity that will keep you in a a state of peace. One million percent agree. Um, I thought you would. (laughs) You know, and I love what you did mention just about... Our generation, you know, we're, I guess we're considered millennials, Mm -hmm. Um, but just how we grew up with technology, right? We Mm -hmm. grew up like with Facebook at at the start of Instagram, all of these things, the internet, Mm -hmm. like all of these things that generations prior to us didn't have to deal with. So they didn't Mm -hmm. have to deal with um, social media. They didn't have to deal with, you know, just feeling that peer pressure virtually like and it's just crazy (laughs) it's crazy honestly to even say that but that is just the reality that a lot of people are are facing and i love that you you know pointed out in first peter too because we are we are chosen we're set apart we're supposed to be different Mm -hmm. and obviously i'm not sitting up here saying oh my gosh social media is like the worst thing ever but Mm -hmm. i mean in retrospect it is not it like it needs to be in moderation, right? Absolutely. And I think that especially before you are in a position where you are on social media, you should really take a good account of who it is that you are and mm-hmm. making sure that you can, that's something that you can handle. Yeah. You know, making sure that you are secure in who it is that God has made you to be. Mm-hmm. So you are not looking to the world. You're not looking to say like, oh my gosh, like, I like this, like, I want to be like this person, but God has made you different. If he wanted, like, clearly he's okay with that person because he made them. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, he made you, like, you need to like bask in who it is that God has made you to be. And that also just reminds me (laughs) of something um, that I had said last week in the verse that I was bringing up in, I'm sorry, last week, but in the last episode, um, about just friendship and everything and why Christian friendship is so hard. Mm -hmm. I was bringing up in Proverbs 3, 5 through 8, trust in the Lord with Mm -hmm. all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. So for me, like, it's just so imperative. And I feel like I'm most likely going to bring up these verses in every episode, probably yeah. three, five through it, because it's so applicable to literally everything. Mm-hmm. Even when you are overthinking and you're overanalyzing situations, you're not trusting God. You're trying to handle it 
your own way. You are the one that is trying to um, trying to make the situation happen or you're trying to fix it. You're mm-hmm. trying to figure it out. Bottom line, you are trying to figure it out. But why wouldn't you go to God when he, like we said in the last episode, he already knows. He knows what you're going through. Mm-hmm. So go to God. Trust in him. Even though, like, we're human, right? And, you know, we serve a God who is invisible. But he's visible in everything that is around us, right? Mm-hmm. And I know, like, it is so hard when you are experiencing certain things and you have no understanding, like, why is this happening? But that's why you have to trust in the Lord with all your heart, even when things can, they just don't seem feasible in your mind. Like, yeah. I, Lord, I don't understand what this is. You still have to go to him and you still have to trust him. Mm-hmm. And I just love that when you continually seek the Lord mm-hmm. from your heart, he will show himself, like I said in that episode, he will show himself, he will show you what is going on with you. Absolutely. And that's where it starts and ends because you can't go to any source but God to know who you are. Like <laughs> he created you. So, I mean, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go to Delta, <laughs> about, <laughs> Delta Airlines about an issue that I'm having at Macy's. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, like, if I'm having a problem, <laughs> I'm sorry, like, you do, like, but I'm, I mean, I know that I was like, you know, <laughs> off-putting, but I'm just, I'm just saying, like, but seriously, you need to go to God, like, he already knows. Absolutely. And I'm sorry, I just also wanted to bring this up that I was reading this and, um, and I was so encouraged by this in Philippians 3, 12 through 16, mm-hmm. not that I have already obtained this. Mm. Hallelujah. Or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God Mm -hmm. in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Mm. Let us hold true to what we have attained. So I just feel like that also goes in alignment, obviously, because it's the Bible. Mm -hmm. With, you know, Proverbs 3, 5 through 8, Mm -hmm. you know, about trusting in the Lord. Like, Like, if Paul is saying that he hasn't. You know, he's not perfect and he hasn't attained it. And Paul was that guy. Like, come on. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely, as always, want to encourage people to leave what happened in the past. Leave it there because it is hindering you from being able to move forward. Mm -hmm. It's hindering you from being who it is that God has called you to be. He has called you to do something to exalt him and to make his name greater. And you are hindering that when you are just focused on what happened in the past. Mm -hmm. Just move forward. Yes, it already happened. You may have been hurt. You know, you may have regret. You may have shame. But Christ Jesus has already paid it all on the cross. Exactly. And you can have, and not even that you can have freedom, you are free. Rachel, absolutely. You get a, you get a standing ovation. Just wanted to say that. Um, I agree wholeheartedly with that. And, you know, it's about understanding who you are and being rooted in the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, being rooted in the truth of who you are, who God is, and what his plans are, what his benefits are. And when you really just 
take hold of that, you're not going to be flip flopping Mm -hmm. and, and having a million thoughts about something that God could just give you the answer about. And I, I believe that a lot of times we, we struggle with Controlling our thoughts and and having ins- mm-hmm. and having identity problems because of insecurities that are unchecked. Yep. And and as you were saying, you know, we are free in Christ. Who sunsets? Who the sun sets free is free indeed. And um, in in First Peter two sixteen, it says, "Live as people who are free, mm-hmm. not using your freedom as a cover up for evil, but live as servants of God." Mm. Overthinking is a a mental prison. Absolutely. It's, it's torment. But we are called to live as people who are free, but not abusing that freedom by sinning. Mm. So I was thinking about the connection between overthinking and sinning. And what I've come to understand <laughs> is that sin or overthinking, it could be a cause or an effect of sin. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's interesting how, you know, it can it can work in either one of those situations. So for example, when you when you lie, mm-hmm. you have to constantly be conscious of that lie. You have to think of how to protect yourself in that lie, and that causes you to overthink. Yeah. Because of the fear of being exposed for your lie. <laughs> but on the other hand, sin can be the effect of overthinking. And because when we overthink a situation, we are not having faith in God to do what is best yeah. or having faith in God for the right outcome. Mm-hmm. So so to to come to a decision that's made not out of faith, but according to our own convoluted understanding of something, that is sin. Absolutely. And, and according to Romans 14, 23, where it says... But whoever has doubt is condemned if he eats, because the eating is not from faith. But whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. Amen. And that's the problem. You know, we are we are trying to come to a, a decision about something or trying to figure things out instead of having faith in God to give us the understanding about something. Mm-hmm. So is something that we do need to be really careful about because the sin can cause us or the overthinking can cause us to go into sin or it is sin that causes us to overthink. Said so many great things. Wow. I love that you just laid out how overthinking can be the cause and the effect of sin. Mm -hmm. And because that was, also making me think about something I was reading in James 4. But before I get into that, it was also reminding me something that one of our old pastors um, from our church in New Jersey was saying was that, you know, sometimes he was like, not even sometimes, but he was saying, maybe you do need to run all of your decisions by God. Absolutely. Even, you know, obviously big decisions, but he said even small things because he was saying that, when you do that, it just, I feel like it, it really disciplines you to mm-hmm. really take God into consideration with everything, right? Mm-hmm. But that also made me think about just the sin itself because mm-hmm. in James 4, 1 through 8, um, it starts off by saying, what causes quarrels and causes fights among you? Mm-hmm. Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? 
Mm. You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. Mm -hmm. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. Mm. You adulterous people. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you suppose it is to no purpose that the scripture says he yearns jealously over the spirit that he has made to dwell in us, Mm. but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves there to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Mm-hmm. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. <laughs> so, so many things obviously um, came in my mind, but when you touched on it, just overthinking leading to sin, of course, that's what came to my mind. But I uh, just, oh my gosh, the Bible is just so great. Like, why wouldn't you want to read it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like, oh my gosh, it has literally the answers to everything. So with this thing, it was just making me think about the fighting like within you. Like yeah. the passions that are were within your flesh, mm-hmm. that is sin. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you know, like with this saying, like you desire and you don't have, so you murder. And mm-hmm. obviously that's not necessarily just physical but you could be murdering someone in your mind absolutely and with your words and you covet and you cannot obtain so you fight and quarrel Mm -hmm. like i i want something that i shouldn't have and because i i can't have it or i'm not gonna get it like there's just gonna be a whole bunch of mess Mm. that makes so that it's like obviously i've read that that verse before but you know how sometimes you know a verse it'll just hit you differently Mm -hmm. like I am upset with you or I want what you have. So I'm going to cause a problem in our relationship because I don't have what you have, mm-hmm. you know? And it, and it does, it's, it's a problem in your heart yes, that you have not addressed. And therefore you're causing havoc on everything around you because you haven't taken the time to deal with your heart. But just like in the other, um, scripture that you brought up. I don't remember exactly which one it was, but it says that the that the understanding it will it will guard your heart and your mind. Mm-hmm. So before you get to the point of coveting, before you get to the point of envying, mm-hmm. you could just go to God about it. It's okay to have these desires. That's the thing. It's not a problem to want something. But you need to run it by God and see if that's something that he has for you. So that you don't end up making bad decisions or putting yourself in a worse position or putting yourself in debt or stressing yourself out about something that is not even meant for you to do when you could just go to God to to get an understanding of what his plan is for you in your life. Absolutely. And um, I love the fact that you you touched on over um, overthinking and this relationship to double-mindedness, because that's something that I was definitely thinking about too. And and the thing is, we can just go to God to just, like I said, just get an understanding. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in James 1, 5 through 8, mm-hmm. it says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, 
For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways. But the problem is <laughs> when we have a question, we go to everything and everyone else for the answer but God. But he tells us if we lack wisdom, let us ask him. Mm-hmm. Instead, of instead though, you know, we want to go to Google. Mm-hmm. We want to go to Instagram. We want to, you know, go to our friends, you know, go to everybody and they mama to give us an answer because we are impatient and we don't want to wait for the answer from God. We want a quick answer more than we want the right answer. Mm -hmm. And when we are seeking out answers in these different sources, we get conflicting answers, which causes us to overthink when we could just go to the one who knows the end from the beginning the one who has plans to prosper us and not to harm us, you know, who will give us hope in a future and peace that surpasses all understanding. You know, over overcoming, it comes when we're not focused on the truth, but the truth is a person, the person of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. who gives us peace. Amen. And two things came to my mind. Um, you know, when you touched on, you know, people going to Instagram, going to Google for answers and not going to God, mm-hmm. you know, of course, um, it was making me think about, well, that's what the world does. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, this is not for them. Mm-hmm. This, let's, you know, let's be clear. Let, let's be clear that this, we, everything that we are talking about, these are for people who are professing to believe in Jesus Christ. Absolutely. So, uh, two, two verses came to my mind is that, you know, if you, these are the things that you're doing, you need to make sure, try yourself, like examine yourself to see if you are in the faith, because mm-hmm. in Romans, um, I believe in Romans, it's 12, 2 through 3. Uh, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Amen. That by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Mm -hmm. So I just, I think that it's pretty clear that number one, you should not be conformed. You do not. It's not even, oh, Mm -hmm. no, shouldn't. You know, maybe not. No, No, do not. Do not be conformed to this world. So don't do what the world is doing. The world is going to the internet for, you know, the solution to their problems. Yet Mm -hmm. they're not really getting a solution. (laughs) You know, it's just kind of like, hey, like I have this really deep wound, but I'm just going to put a Band-Aid on it, even Mm -hmm. though you need more than a Band-Aid. You need surgery. Exactly. (laughs) But be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Mm -hmm. And then also it was making me think about in Hebrews 13, 5 and 6, because since we do live in the age of social media, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, all of these things, mm-hmm. you know, people, you know, like we were saying, what I have mentioned in James 4, uh, 1 through 8 about just having all of these desires. And when, and I also, sorry, I'm all over the place, but something that you said was like having, you know, obviously having desires for things is not bad in and of itself, but mm-hmm. it is bad where the motive lies and where where the desire comes from yeah so if it's coming from covetousness if it's coming from just 
envy, jealousy, all of these things, that that right, that is sin, mm-hmm. right? But it was just also making me think about uh, in Hebrews 13, 5 through 6, keep your life free from love, love of money mm-hmm. and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Mm-hmm. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Come on. That was really making me just think so much about like how people especially within our generation but in general these days are like bombarded with overthinking like Mm -hmm. just all of these thoughts because of where their affections lie Mm -hmm. you know if you are loving money like the bible says that the love of money is the root of all evil not money (laughs) the love of it is the root of all evil and the fact that um the lord tells that the bible tells us to obviously when i say the lord obviously um we know that all scripture, word. all scriptures breathed out by God. Mm-hmm. Um, just wanted to be clear that you know we read and believe in the Bible. <laughs> Absolutely, um, uh, but yes. Yeah, so keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Like all of these things are just really showing me that people are not content. Right. And when you're not content, it leads you to overthink because you're overanalyzing. You're continually thinking about how you can have more, how you mm-hmm. can have this, how you can have that. Can I do this? Can I do that? That is torture. That, Like you had said that earlier, that's torment. Mm-hmm. And I think, I just love that the Lord just focuses on that and just, it, that it even says that to just be content with what you have because the Lord will never leave us or forsake us. Exactly. And that's what matters the most. Like, because we well as we have all seen it does not matter how much money or how many material possessions mm-hmm. people have when we know it is a common fact that the people who have the most money mm-hmm. are the most unhappy absolutely so if money was the answer mm-hmm. then the people who do have it would not be so unsatisfied with their lives right. we have Jesus Christ he is all that we need mm-hmm. and he said that like if we just be content with what we have, mm-hmm. like he's never going to leave us or forsake us. Absolutely. And I just, I think that it's so focused. It's so important to focus on being grateful for what the Lord has done for us. Because at the end of the day, God had already provisioned everyone to have what it is that he wants us to have. Mm-hmm. So if it's not his will for me to live in a, in a certain way or a certain house, have a certain type of car, that's in his will for my, like, I, he is the potter. We are the clay. We have no right to say like, no, why did you make me like this? I should have this. I should have that. I have no right to tell God what I should and should not have, Mm -hmm. you know? So we need to be content with what it is that we have, what what we currently have. Yeah. And you know, godliness with contentment is is great great gain. gain. Amen. Yes. And I I do think that it's really important to, to stress the fact that it is okay to have desires for certain things because there are some churches or some people who are kind of pharisaical in their in their view of the bible or their view of god mm-hmm. which makes them think that if you a christian you just have to be broke you just have to be out here <laughs> on the streets mm-hmm. you know just out here just just struggling but that's not necessarily what god is saying mm-hmm. he did say that he came to give us life and give us life more abundantly mm-hmm. now that's not only tied to money but it can include money and if you have if you have a problem with that i, I think that you would need to question 
your ability to really understand what the scripture is saying. And if you don't have an understanding, pray to God for it. Absolutely. And, you know, with me, with me thinking about it this past week, something that I saw in myself that was a personal struggle um, and something that caused me to overthink was trying to circumvent necessary processes. Mm -hmm. So this is something that I want. This is something that I actually can have according to God, but I don't want to go through the process that it's going to take to get me to a place where I can actually handle that. God mm-hmm. revealed to me that this is something that I can have. So I'm going to do everything that I can do to yeah. make this happen before God purpose for it to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get into that overthinking. Yep. You know, when you don't allow the Lord to work out things according to his timing, which is perfect, according to his thoughts and his plans. Mm-hmm. And you start to rely on your own ability, yep. which makes you overthink the whole situation. It could just be a, it could just be a matter of waiting. It could just be a matter of trusting God, being still and knowing that he is God. Yes, this is something that I have for you. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is something that I do want to happen in your life. But just be still and let me do it. And I think a lot of us have a problem with that. We think that because somebody else got on Instagram for a year and now they're a millionaire that that needs to be our life. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's not that's not what was purpose for you. Yeah. And just because they appear to be prospering, that doesn't mean that they are actually okay. It doesn't mean that they actually have joy. Yep. You don't get to see what they have to compromise, what mm-hmm. they have to do in order to sustain that. You don't you're not there behind closed door behind closed doors when they're doing drugs. And they're getting Girl. drunk to get through a day. Are you preaching? I, I am speaking my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you're looking at them because they're on a stage, but you don't even have what it takes to be on a stage. If you were to get on a stage, it would destroy you because you don't know who you are. You don't know the time and the effort that it takes to be on that stage. But because you see somebody else that has that, you think that that's something that you need to do. And it's affecting your mind. And it's affecting your mind. But but if you would just seek God, you would just you would know if something is for you and the right time for it. Mm-hmm. And you need to trust God and know that his thoughts are higher than your thoughts. His ways are higher than your ways. You know, you you may think that you can make things happen prior to the appointed time. No. But you cannot. No. And even if and even if you were to make it happen, I would challenge you to to want, you know, to think about whether or not you have what it takes to sustain it. <laughs> you know? Something something that our pastor says all the time that I apply in my life on a regular basis is you see the glory but you didn't see the story. You didn't understand the process that it took. He didn't get to the point that he is right now by rushing things. Mm -hmm. And and that's something that we really need to be mindful of. It is a fruit of the spirit. You need to have patience. If you have patience, then you don't have to overthink it. You just know that when it is according to God's time, 
it will happen. Amen. And therefore, you will have the peace that surpasses all understanding. Girl, like, how do I even follow that? <laughs> but no, it was, you know, oh my gosh. So to get right into it, because, well, all of these things, like you said, is an issue. It's a hard issue. Yeah. We already know that. But it also in Galatians 5, 16 through 26. So bear with me because mm-hmm. it's 10 verses. Okay. But it tells us where, how we need to walk. So, mm-hmm. but I say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So before I continue, mm-hmm. you know, just, it's, you know, obviously it's going to list all of the things, but that is a, that's a problem when you're, you have your eyes on other people, mm-hmm. when you are wanting what someone else has, or you're down on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you have just all of these different mental and emotional problems that's causing you to overthink mm-hmm. you are not living by the spirit you Ooh. are living by the flesh yes. so um for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desire of the spirit are against the flesh mm-hmm. for these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do mm. but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law now the works of the flesh are evident sexual immorality impurity sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealous <clears throat> excuse me, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies and things like these. I warn you as I warned you before that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Hmm. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Hmm. Against such things, there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So Hmm. we are just told right there what the problem is Mm -hmm. when it comes to overthinking. It's because... We are walking by the flesh. Yes. We're not walking by the spirit. We're not walking in step with the spirit when we are walk like when we're um having the works of the flesh, sexual mm-hmm. immorality, impurity. And also just I also wanted to just highlight this that you can have these things in your mind mm-hmm. and that is still sin. Absolutely. So I just wanted to make that clear that if you are having sexually immoral thoughts, if you're having impure thoughts, mm-hmm. if you are having idolatrous thoughts, mm-hmm. if you're having anything, any sorceress, um, enmity, strife, jealousy, all of these, th- these are thoughts, mm-hmm. right? So like all of these start in your mind. Mm-hmm. That is sin and that is against the flesh. Absolutely. And how can you expect to have peace when you are going against your spirit? And this is specifically to saved people. How can you expect to have received the Holy Spirit who is holy Mm -hmm. and then do the works of the flesh that are contrary to him and still expect to have a good thought life? You are, your actions are condemning you constantly. And that's why you are stressed. That's why you don't have peace. That's why you can't sleep. Mm -hmm. Because you are working against the God that you proclaim is the one that saved you. Amen. Why would you, how can you expect peace when you are causing conflict? That makes no sense at all. Well, then that just, 
you know, brings me to Galatians 6, 7 through 8. Come on um, with the word. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever one sows, that will he also reap. Yes. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. Absolutely. But the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. Mm-hmm. So if you are just sowing to your flesh, you're reaping, cor- you're going to reap corruption. And we know that you always reap. <laughs> more than what it is that you sow. Yeah. So if I take a seed and I'm going to plant it, mm-hmm. right? The tree, obviously, is going to be bigger than the seed. Absolutely. So if I'm going to be continuing to sow the fruit of the Spirit, mm-hmm. if I'm going to sow those things, then what am I going to reap? Eternal life. Absolutely. You yeah. know, you're going to have peace. You're going to have, you're going to maintain the mind of Christ. Mm-hmm. But when you're just sowing to your flesh, your life is going to be... Like you had said earlier, you're going to be in torment. Mm-hmm. Your your thoughts, you won't be able to control your thoughts, which we have control over our thoughts as well. I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, and obviously when I was, you know, younger, when I was younger in the faith and less mature, I just was like, well, I mean, I don't really have control, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, we do. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's what we eat, mm-hmm. how we're sleeping, how we're taking care of our bodies, which, by the way, is where the Holy Spirit dwells. Period. So we can't expect to treat our bodies and our minds whatever type of way and just think like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be great. Like, mm-hmm. no, you need to have self-control. You need to have discipline. And that also, I'm sorry, <laughs> just because like so many verses are coming to my mind. But um, in 1 Corinthians nine twenty four through 27, do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Mm-hmm. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. Mm-hmm. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control. Lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Right. That was good. <laughs> no, like I was just mind blown. Like yeah. literally all of the answers. Like we need to have self-control over ourselves. Like I love that example because an athlete is someone you're going to prepare yourself for mm-hmm. what it is that like, I don't know, like let's a basketball player. Yeah. Like you're not going to, there are certain things that you can't eat. You can't mm-hmm. drink. You need to get all of your, all of, all of, excuse me, all of your sleep. You have to exercise regularly. Mm-hmm. You know, there are certain things that you just can't do. You have to have a specific type of lifestyle and I'm to, sorry. to be good at that. And let's, let's also talk about how those things affect the way that you think. Mm-hmm. When you are exercising on a regular basis, when you are eating the food that you're supposed to be eating, mm-hmm. that's full of nutrients that will actually feed your brain. Mm-hmm. When you're getting the type of sleep that you need and getting the rest that you need, that's going to put your mind in the optimal state where you can have the right thoughts. Absolutely. So I, I love the fact that you brought that up because it, it is important for us to have self-control, to keep ourselves from being in a state of sin, which we already talked about leads you to overthinking. Mm-hmm. But those things are also good just for your mind in general. Absolutely. Take care of yourself and you'll have a better thought life. Mm-hmm. You can't expect to eat McDonald's every no. day and, and think that your thoughts are going to be clear. No, absolutely not. You can't think, like you said, you can't think that you're going to just eat MSG, no. fast food, junk food all day and think that you are going to have good thoughts. No, not at all. 
I don't know why this this made me think about this uh song that I had came across. It's called Overthinker. I was talking to you about it the other day. And um just a piece of it. So just want to put that out there. I've never heard the song. Um, I just happened to discover it on Google. So I just want to make it clear, not listening to secular music. Just wanted to throw that out there. Um, <laughs> just let's, wanted to yeah, let's make be that clear because we don't do that here. Um, but some of the lyrics from the first uh, verse, it was saying, uh, overthinker, a person who thinks all the time has nothing to think about except thoughts. So he loses touch with reality and lives in a world of illusion. And this is a song. This is a song. So I'm not sure if the writer of this song was identifying with it, if you were promoting it, or if you were <laughs> talking about it from something that, from a place where it's like, yeah, I need to change this. I'm not sure. But I would agree that that is exactly what it looks like. Mm-hmm. You have nothing to think about except your thoughts, which makes you lose touch with reality. And it, and it affects your relationships because you are in some other world in your thoughts where no one else is, where there's no accountability, where there's no actual reason, where there's just nothing but, I don't know, the falsehoods that come from your brain. So the metaverse. The metaverse. Yeah. That's exactly That's where you are. Like. You're in mm-hmm. the metaverse and you are not able to maintain good relationships that will actually build your life, yep. that will actually sharpen you because you refuse to come out of the world of your thoughts. You're doing, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're doing everyone around you a disservice because you're not even in a space where you can accept truth. You mm-hmm. can accept what is in front of you because you're so caught up in what your mind is telling you to think. Girl. Girl. Girl, you preach it. Like, I'm so hyped right now because this is so true. And it was making me think about um, uh, how important it is to get out of your head. Mm-hmm. And it was um, making me think about in James five sixteen. therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Yes. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Mm-hmm. And I think it is so important. Like a lot of times, because this happens in our friendship, right? Where I'm thinking something, like I'm thinking a lot of different things. <coughs> and I tell you, and it's like, Girl, no. Yeah, it's like, girl, why were you thinking like that? Yeah. And a lot of times it's like, we have to pray for each other because it's like, that's a problem. Like, what you're, like, the fact that you were, you know, having certain thoughts, girl, that was sin. Mm -hmm. And just praying for each other. And it's just like, wow, it just makes you also realize, like, wow, like, I need to get this out. I need to speak to someone. And a lot of times when you do speak to someone, Mm -hmm. you're you're hearing it back to, like, Mm -hmm. what did I just say? Yeah. But just having that, being able to confess your sins, confess your faults one to another, Mm -hmm. and we will be healed. We don't have to have that mental illness of over... I personally believe that that's an illness. Absolutely. To be overthinking. It's anxiety. Yeah, you can't move... Pat, you're stuck. You can't move forward. Yeah. And we we are saved. We have to move forward because mm-hmm. we, and it's inevitable that we're going to move forward. And it's like, if you don't do what you need to do, you're going to look back on your life and you're going to be in the same place where you, and you should have grown. Yeah. And you don't want it to be a situation. And I'm, I really uh, apologize because I don't remember the, um, the exact verse, but I know it's a parable that Jesus was giving 
And, he, you know, he was just talking about the investment. Like, you know. Yes. Hey, With the talent. Yeah, the talents. It's mm-hmm. like, hey. Like, I invested it. It's just like, hey, I mean, you know, I took it and hit it. You know what I mean? And it's <laughs> like, no, you need to. He should have been getting. He could at least put it in the bank. Right. So he can make that return on his investment. Absolutely. So I think that, you know, we need to do what we need to do, which is go to the Lord. And ask him, what is the source? Mm -hmm. What is the cause of us overthinking? Mm -hmm. What is the cause of us um, wanting to stay in our heads too? Lord, how can, what is the cause of this Lord? And how can I be better? Mm -hmm. Lord, show me who I can even talk to. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I was definitely going to speak to that. Lord, tell me who I can talk to, Lord. Show me something that I also like to do because, you know, Romans 8, it tells us that we do not know what to pray for as a yacht. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I will ask the Lord to, Lord, help me. Show me what to pray for because yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like sometimes I'm like, Lord, I really feel like, Lord, I don't know why I'm thinking this or I don't know why I'm feeling this way. Help me. Show me why what, show me why I'm feeling like this. Show me what caused this. Yeah. Help me to get to the root mm-hmm. of it so it's not something that I continue to battle with because, while I, I do agree with the lyrics, you know, you're in this like false reality. There's also what the what the word says about it, where it says, as a man thinketh, so, so is he. he. Mm-hmm. So you are being bombarded by a bunch of false thoughts that are going to create an alternative reality for you. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to be living Freely, You are supposed to understand that you are a chosen race and a royal priesthood. Mm -hmm. But because you are allowing the wrong thoughts to enter into your mind, Mm -hmm. you're creating a different reality for Mm -hmm. yourself than what was meant for you. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't stop with you. That's the thing. I I think a lot of people who who identify as overthinkers, they think that it's just a solo thing. It's just a solo journey. And it's just something that you just battle with on your own. But... You are, you are hiding the light. You are preventing yourself from being beneficial. You are preventing yourself to, from being a blessing to other people because you are allowing yourself to be stuck in this false reality. You don't know what is tied to your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You don't know what is tied to it. You need to be able to think and believe the things that God tells you in order for these things to be done in your life. Amen. Even in the Bible, there were times where Jesus did not bless people because they did not believe. You have to you have to think it to believe it. You can't even get to belief if you don't think the right stuff. So it's very important for you to qualify the thoughts that you allow to linger into your head. Yes, we're all going to deal with bad thoughts trying to be, you know, pushed into our minds just from being around the wrong people, just living in the world in general. Mm -hmm. There are going to be bad thoughts that would try to seep into your mind, but you have to qualify those thoughts by whether or not it lines, it aligns with the word and what the Lord has told you. Mm -hmm. You know, Obviously, I agree with you, but it was also just making me think about, like you said, like we are in, we live in a world where there are always things, always messages trying to be bombarded in our minds. So we are consistently faced with temptation. Absolutely. And 
that was making me think about first Corinthians 10 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is common to man. Mm -hmm. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond what your ability. Mm -hmm. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times we will be, you know, faced with certain thoughts trying to come into our minds. Don't dwell on it. Yeah. That is something that when I tell you, I continuously have to remind myself, Mm -hmm. like I'll have a certain thought and you know, and our pastor has talked about this too, where your body can acquiesce to a certain thought. Absolutely. So if I'm having a thought, my body could, and this has happened to me, where I'll feel, I'll feel tense Mm -hmm. physically because of this thought that I had. Mm Mm-hmm. But if and if I continue to linger on, the more intense the feeling, the longer the feeling, mm-hmm. and the more you're going to go down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. But something that I find to be very helpful is a lot of times I'll, if I'm having a thought that is contrary to my usual thought pattern, mm-hmm. I have to speak it out. Like I'll mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have to say what the thought is. I have to just come out in prayer mm-hmm. because I'm not going to allow the enemy. To try to place certain thoughts in my mind and just make me dwell on it. And then a lot of times, like we were saying earlier, people keep that to, we keep it to ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to tell anybody this. Like, I want to keep it to myself because I don't want to sound crazy. I don't Mm want to look crazy. But I'm going to keep it in my head. But you keep it in your head and you're going to continue to think about it. Mm -hmm. Day one. Day two, you're still thinking about it. You're thinking more about it. And then by day 30, like, you're still thinking about that one thing. Absolutely. And it it can start off as being something very small. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't have to be some elaborate thing, but it could start off being something very, very small. Like, I wonder why she looked at me like that. (laughs) Then 10 days later, you just have the whole thing. Well, she looked at me like that because, you know, her auntie, her (laughs) uncle, and whoever did that to her. And then she wanted to take that out on me. And then... Her daughter looked at me like that too, and so I just so the came. Whole, the whole family's yeah. Me. So it's the whole family, whatever. <laughs> and then I actually realized that she's a narcissist, and she did. <laughs> and it's just like, yo, like sis, I may, I didn't even realize I was looking at you, right? You know, it, it like, but that's how we can really just run with one one small thing. It could it could really start off as something so small, but I just believe that even with something as small as just a brief thought, we do need to go to the Lord. Like, especially when it does come with our thoughts about other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm also speaking to myself mm-hmm. as well. But when we are having certain thoughts, we do need to go to the Lord and say like, Lord, th- I just, this was in my mind mm-hmm. and I need you to help me. I want to have pure thoughts about people, especially yeah. brothers and sisters in the faith. Lord, mm-hmm. Help me with my thoughts, Lord. And that's something that I pray about on a regular basis is like, Lord, help me to have better control over my thoughts. Help me to regulate my thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. But also, I can't pray and ask the Lord that if I'm not doing what I need to do for my body. If I'm not getting proper sleep. If mm-hmm. I'm not getting the proper nutrients. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm watching reality TV, just mm-hmm. dumb stuff all day. Like, how can I go to... <laughs> you can't be counterproductive, right? Mm-hmm. So we need to have the work that meet the faith so if that's what we're going to do we're going to believe that god will provide us a way of escape Mm -hmm. but we need to also do what we need to do to keep our our thoughts pure to keep our thoughts at peace Mm -hmm. we need to be able to do that and not just say like oh the lord is going to do it the lord is going to do it we have our part and the lord is not going to do what we can do for ourselves 
Absolutely. Absolutely agree with that. And I was I was thinking about what you said about, you know, when you have certain thoughts, you need to speak it out. You need to confess it. But it also can work in the opposite way. Mm -hmm. So it's good when you speak to those things about a brother or a sister that Mm -hmm. you trust or confess it to God, because through that conversation, you're going to get what you need. But if you're just allowing the wrong thoughts to linger, then a lot of times those thoughts do become words Mm -hmm. that you speak over yourself. And life and death is in the power of the tongue. But before things are words, they are thoughts. So if you don't check those thoughts, you are creating a a bad reality for yourself because you spoke it into existence. Mm -hmm. Not that we on that, you know, new age or nothing like that, but there is truth to it. If you don't check your thoughts, if you're not careful with the things that you think and the things that you say, you, and it can go as far as you speaking a curse over yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, like what we started out saying, a lot of people even identify as an overthinker. So you show up in every atmosphere, in every situation as an overthinker. And that's how you become an awkward person versus having an awkward encounter. You are now awkward. So every situation that you go into, you're awkward because you're overthinking it before you get into it. You don't allow things to naturally happen because you want to overthink it before you even allow the situation to to start. Mm -hmm. And, And the thing is, other people see that. Oh, they do. You and may think that they don't, they but they do. do. Yeah. And you're and you're repelling people away from you that mm-hmm. that you need and that could actually give you the help and help you to get to the right place to get the healing that you need. Because, you know, when you're overthinking, you're only considering yourself. Yes. And that was just making me think about Philippians 2, 1 through 7. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my job by, I'm sorry, my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit. But in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Mm -hmm. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. So I think that when you're overthinking, it really just has you only concerned about yourself, Mm -hmm. how you feel, how you see things, your perspective. But Philippians 2, 1 through 7, is telling us to not do anything from selfish ambition or conceit Mm -hmm. and to humble ourselves and count others more significant than ourselves. Like, how can I overthink but be more concerned about you? You can. If I'm overthinking, I'm more concerned about my own self. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're hurting others because of your negative thoughts. Absolutely. And if Jesus did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, Jesus Christ, the word. Yeah. The the living God. The one who we all have to go through to get salvation. If he is able to humble himself, who are who are you to not do the same thing? 
Especially if you want to call yourself a what? Christ follower. You know? To be a Christ follower, aka Christian, you have to follow Christ. So look at his life as an example of how you are to live your own. Oh, man. This is such a great conversation. Um, before we um Before we end it, there were two... Uh, sets of verses that I did want to uh, read. Um, one uh, is Hebrews 12, 1 through 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. I think it is so important for us to lay aside every weight, Mm -hmm. everything that is making you overthink, Mm -hmm. everything that is causing you to have depression, anxiety, Mm -hmm. everything that is causing you to have bad thoughts, bad relationships, just because whatever it is that you're thinking is going to turn into something that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, lay that aside Mm -hmm. and cling and not cling, sorry, but run with endurance. The, the race set before you Mm -hmm. lay, lay aside. If you know that you are about to, I don't know, like, let's say go running, go jogging. Why would you eat Wendy's McDonald's? Yeah. You need to prepare and, like we said, discipline yourself. Mm-hmm. Lay all of that aside. Cast all of your cares on the Lord. Mm-hmm. I feel like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm so encouraged because mm-hmm. we have a great cloud of witnesses. We Amen. have people who have already done it. They've already run. They've already ran the race. Yes, you know. And I think that obviously the issues that we are facing today in more, I guess, postmodern days. It's different than the issues that people had in the ancient days. Mm-hmm. However, we need to just lay aside every weight in the sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Keep our eyes on Jesus, who is the founder and the perfecter of our faith. Amen. Um, oh, sorry, I'm so emotional because I just I really do get so encouraged by the word, just knowing that no matter what it is that I am dealing with no matter what it is that I'm faced with that I can always look to Jesus and I can look to what he has already done for me amen I don't have to stay in my head like I don't have to wonder how am I going to do this what should I do with this how is this situation going to look what is this going to do I don't have to do that I can go to him and he can give me the peace and that's the thing and when he gives you the answer accept it don't mm-hmm. don't try to make something else happen because what he told you is not what you thought because it's not what you wanted. That's when you're going to cause yourself to be in a situation that is stressing you, that is giving you anxiety, that is giving you depression. And I mean, I think that this is something that is important to address with women. The Lord told you that you are to be someone's wife and mother. And he gave you the grace for that. He gave you the talent and abilities for that. But you don't want to accept that because the world tells you that you're supposed to be a Mm -hmm. boss. But you are not equipped with what it takes to do that. You were not given 
the grace and the favor to have that role. So that is what sends you into that state of unrest. Just accept what God tells you. He knows better than you know. Oh, that is so perfect. That's laying aside the weight. Yes. You know, you were not meant to do, lay aside, just lay it aside. Just get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Lay aside the wrong relationship. Yeah. You know, lay aside the desire to be in a career that you're not meant to be in. And for some people, lay aside the bad food, the bad eating habits, the not getting the proper rest, not taking care of yourself. Yeah. Lay aside the vices that are really actually just hiding, you know, a heart issue or a sin issue that you need Mm -hmm. to deal with. Lay that aside and then you'll be able to think clearly. That is all. <laughs> no, it's great. I'm so encouraged and I'm so emotional because the Lord just, just continues to speak. And I just love that, um, you know, I'm currently going through these things. Yeah. That's why I just like love it so much <laughs> is because like, I mean, the word encourages me, like, yes. you know, um, but also, uh, Reminds me of uh, the last uh, set of verses that I'm going to read before we go. Second Corinthians 10, 3 through 6. For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the reason why I had uh, read that is because, you know, it's saying the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh. This is something, this is a spiritual battle. And the different thoughts and emotions that we, that we face, this is in our mind, right? So we can't see it. And that is what is so difficult because it's like, hey, I'm in a war. I'm in a battle mm-hmm. that I can't see. And mm-hmm. um, we're just being told right now that this is not a battle of your... This is not something that you can see. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the unseen. And I just and I just love the, that it says that we have divine power to destroy strongholds. People have strongholds in their mind. Absolutely. That's exactly where it where it originates. It's in your mind first, and then it becomes a reality. But the Lord, by his grace, has given us the power to overcome those things. Amen. Just continue to seek him, and he will give you the answers. What good thing will he withhold? He does not withhold anything that is good. And obviously, he's made it clear to us that peace is something that is good. That is something that he gives. That is something that we are supposed to have. Mm-hmm. But we need to be willing to do what it takes to have that peace and accept what he says will bring us peace. Amen. And we take every thought captive to obey Christ. Amen. So that that means that don't just let any thought come into your mind. Yeah. You know, like we said earlier, I know that we live in... A society where we're just being bombarded with different messages, but we need to be able to take inventory of our thoughts and we need to make them obey Christ. Period. We need to be able to go to the Lord honestly, humbly, Mm -hmm. and we need to be able to ask the Lord for help 
when we know when we need it. And here's the thing: He knows what we need before we even ask Him. Amen. Hallelujah. So, um, before we leave, I definitely want to encourage those who are having difficulties with overthinking. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to know that you can continue to trust in the Lord mm-hmm. with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And not even that that is something that you that you know you should do. You are commanded to trust in the Lord mm-hmm. with all of your heart. And that is encouraging because you don't have to rely on yourself because you can't rely on yourself because you did not create yourself. <laughs> Exactly. So you don't know the future. You don't know what tomorrow holds, but he does. And God loves you. He loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son to die on the cross for your sins. And whoever believes in him, you will not die, but you will have everlasting life. life. And so definitely be encouraged. Pray, ask the Lord, what are the causes of you overthinking? Ask the Lord to show you a way through. Ask the Lord to bring the right people into your life. Even if it's a conversation with somebody that can help you in the moment, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, ask the Lord, seek him and you will find him. You will find the answers. Just allow the Lord to work through you and do not try to do what only God can do. You do what you can do, but allow God to do what only it is that he can do. He loves you. He's not going to forsake you. You have to depend on him and he will do it. You better preach, Rachel. <laughs> you better go ahead, sister. Just saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, thanks again so much for everyone uh, for listening um, to episode number two of Dos. That's My Sis. Um, definitely, if anyone has any questions, concerns, maybe you just have like a comment that you wanted to say, feel free to email us at oh, that's my sis at gmail.com. And that's the word O, so O-H, that's my sis <laughs> at gmail.com. Also follow us on Instagram at, oh, that's my sis, um, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter as well. Uh, I also do have the link to our YouTube channel on our website, www.thatsmysis.com. And we also have That's My Sister blog coming. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Um, definitely There's feel so free. So many new things. My so goodness. many. So many. Um, but definitely stay tuned for that too. Definitely um, read the blog. Give us feedback. We love hearing feedback. Tell us if you have a topic in mind. If you're like, hey, sis, um, I think that y'all should talk about this. Like, what's y'all perspective on this? Let us know. But thank you so much for tuning in. May God be with you. Amen. That's my scene.